What's up, everybody? It's been a long time since you heard from me. But it doesn't mean I, I haven't been still doing my research. I'm planning on getting some words out. What happened was I overloaded my wallet on a library blockchain, which was where my primary podcast work was. So if you see this video, that means you're one of uh, the lucky people who's made the transition over to my new podcast location. No, undoubtedly, I've probably lost the majority of my followers, at least temporarily, because I had something like 250, 275 followers on library built up, and uh, last I checked, that was down to 111. So basically what the story is with my library is... I uploaded too much classical music onto the same the same wallet as my podcast, and their blockchain couldn't handle it. So uh, I ended up not not able to upload any more content on any of my channels, including my my two uh, channels, Nathan Crabtree and Nathan's Freedom Zone. So that was disappointment, and uh, that happened about three 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 months ago or so probably my last upload and since then uh that coronavirus thing hit and i've just been um researching the hell out of it pretty obsessively for you know a month or two at least i was just listening to jeff berwick his latest uh coverage on it jeff berwick's one of my favorite truthers and uh anarchists I've mainly been listening to him on the Dollar Vigilante, which is on library. Still on YouTube, surprisingly. But what I'm doing now is uh, I'm going to use my BitChute channel, Spirit-Runner. Spirit Runner on uh, BitChute. And I'm going to start up some new library channels uh, on a different wallet, on a different computer. I'd probably use the uh, the channel name Anarchy. I, I think that one hasn't really been taken and run with yet. So um, that's kind of what I was planning on. But it's been real slow. Real slow getting it back up because my internet at my new house is sadly too, too slow to handle <clears throat> library upload. So until I get better internet, which might happen... Uh, kind of ha- I'm kind of stuck doing all my library and my podcast work in in town at someone else's house which I, I go there two or three times a week you know but usually I'm not not there until uh, evening and by then my my brain's kind of shifted into a relaxed right brain mode and I'm not super excited about doing computer work so what I wanted what I had wanted to do was get all my videos re-uploaded on a new channel because I scripted it, so uh, I, I started working on that on my new wallet, and uh, there was some, quite a bit of code that had to be modified, but it just proved to be too much work, and, and you know, it's been three months now, and I haven't put any put any, put any new content out, so I just decided I was going to start fresh now and let the old channel uh, die, I guess. Uh, if they ever fix their blockchain... To, uh, to where they take care of whatever their limits were. They didn't even warn me about these limits. But if they ever take care of that, it would really help. Because uh, those old channels I had were nice. And I, I probably lost out. Probably lost all. I had about 50,000 library coins built up. 
from my classical music uploads. And I can't access that, and as far as I can tell, it's fucking stuck on their blockchain. So, it'd be great if they, they could fix that, but I've already lost out on a, a whole bunch of profit and a bunch of followers on my podcast. So, you know, whatever, I'll just have to start over and, and keep going. Um, the thing about the great work is it's got to be a practice and something you do something you do con- consistently is telling people the truth. And, you know, little things like uh, like that shouldn't just cause a person to completely give up. Otherwise, um, you know, you're, you're throwing away your power to influence the world. So, I'll just, I'll be doing it the same way I, I had done it in the past. I mean you know, keeping all my videos, uh, on a, on a hard drive, all organized, and maybe eventually I'll get a few channels on library that have all the content in one place. Uh, it would have been nice to have my Nathan Crabtree channel, but, you know, I can always just make a Nathaniel Mark Crabtree channel, for example, or run with this Anarchy channel. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, for now, I just want to get some fresh new content up, because people need to hear, you know, my thoughts on things, because I do a lot of research, I do a lot of psychedelics, um, I know some stuff, and, uh, other people are severely lacking in spiritual knowledge, and, uh, how that relates to the manifested reality, so, it's, uh, late April now, since my last video, I was talking about Bernie Sanders, and that was, I guess, before the coronavirus thing hit, so, my take on it is that it's probably 90% media-driven, um, exaggerated propaganda. So, if it's not, I, I can't really, I don't have enough data, I haven't looked enough places to 100% say whether or not the virus is even real, or if it's some kind of a, if there's a bioweapon that was created, or if they, you know, what exactly what they did, other than it's multiple, multiple things going on. The 5G, I think, is definitely connected to it, and based on what I've read about 5G is that they can specifically target individuals with it and make them sick and make them not able to breathe, so secretly, they, they, based on what I've heard, they could, uh, drive people into hospitals just to start a panic and, and whatnot, but so many, so many things coming out, the CDC, changing their guidelines on how doctors write death certificates, so many numbers not adding up, and people changing their mind on these computer equations, and from my perspective, I see, uh, no reason to freak out about a, um, health virus pandemic. What I think people should be worried about is the coming, the, the, the tight, tightening of the screws and the thumb screws that the state is has been locking down even more so. I mean, we were already in a really, really unhealthy, bad place as far as uh, freedom and uh, government control were concerned. Now they are just seizing this opportunity, uh, amping up the fear, sneaking a whole bunch of legislation in, uh, really forcing their way um, into people and it's a uh, really, really not looking good for people who are under their control, and 
the warning signs have been here for multiple, multiple decades. Really, since since I was born, the, the warning signs were all around us. Didn't even take much digging at all to, to find out the truth of uh, the entire system and the economy that, that we've been depending on. And that all of our family and our extended family and generations, I mean, not all of us, but the people who lived in cities, completely dependent on things that they have no control of and that bad people are in control of. Not only is it like some, you know, your neighbor across the river or something growing this food, but Monsanto is controlling the food supply. Tyson, uh, government has been manipulating markets. The Federal Reserve, of course, if you still haven't looked into how the Fed works, you're still not understanding what, what the dollar economy is. And uh, plenty of, you know, resources for that. I like the Corbett, Corbett reports, uh, the history of enslavement. You know, for anyone who doesn't understand what we've been enduring for the last hundred years in this in this miserable fake economy that uh, basically artificial scarcity. It's like they're always they set up systematic math equations with the dollar economy to make it so that there's never enough money and that people have to just invent useless jobs just so that they can get useless dollars that are printed out of thin air just to pay their rent, which is, you know, something that shouldn't exist in the first place. Shouldn't There shouldn't be rent and mortgages and banks. Uh, especially not fiat currency banks that are just making up money and forcing it on to everyone else with uh, police violence. But, you know, the police violence and the threats from government has really stepped up a notch. And a lot of people are just too focused on things that are shallow and surface level. You know, like whether or not there's a virus, whether or not we should all go buy toilet paper, all kinds of endless things, but they're not addressing uh, the root causal factors of what created this giant mess in the first place. And a big part of the one of those factors was everyone's belief in authority and government. So until that problem is addressed and fixed and corrected, this system can't really heal and the people in it the people who are under authority of these fake masters they can't have a, a truly good life I mean to a degree they can but you know if they want a better life they gotta get rid of the uh, belief in authority in themselves and, and their neighbors or at the very least move away from people who uh, I just refuse to get it because there's a lot of people who are very stubborn and refuse to understand information. They refuse to look into things. If you start talking about stuff that uh, is true, that is controversial, meaning that that is going to force them to change if they accept if they accept the truth of it, then a lot of people just react violently to that. They'll start calling you names start trying to ad hominem attack, shut you, shut you down, figure out ways to, to silence you. I mean, I've had that experience lately, uh, posting things in the New Haven Freedom, you know, the New Haven church group on Facebook, 
I was doing that for a while because my podcast jammed up and, you know, there's, a, there's I guess, a thousand people in that group and many of them I've met in person. So, you know, there's probably a handful, between a handful and 20 or 30 listeners at any time. So I was just trying to get, get these uh, truthful videos, you know, from the people I listen to and other people too. Just, just post them for the handful of people that would take me seriously. But, uh, int- you know, people in the group who uh, are the admins, they, they shut me down uh, eventually because it proved to be too too controversial for people to handle, you know, predictably. So, not a big deal, though. Really, I was... Really, I've been using less Facebook at, since then, and that's, that's good for mental health and focus and... You know, now I, now I can get back on the path of uh, just releasing videos, which is potentially a better way to reach much more people. So it's a, it's all good on, on that front. And um, what else could I really tell you though about coronavirus? Other than that, it's a big manipulation. The people who have been paying attention probably all kind of realize that, whereas you you have a separate group of people who take things that the government and mainstream media says seriously, and they still watch TV, it's very easy to distinguish between these two people because on the one hand, you have people walking around in public with masks and gloves on thinking that that's going to stop, you know, microscopic particles that no one can see. You know, you have have small businesses voluntarily shutting their, their... shutting things down and losing profit you know, you have uh, people quitting their jobs all over the place. No one else, nobody, I mean, largely, very few, few people in these big cities, at least, are standing up to government and just disobeying. I mean, you'll, you'll see a lot of people not wearing the masks, and I do that because um, I, don't, I don't need to go waste a bunch of, you know, useful science equipment on, um, you know, just breathing into a mask all day. That's bad for your health in the first place, like, you're just catching germs and viruses and creating an environment right on your face for microbes to, to grow and multiply, so, it's really dumb, but thankfully I'm, I don't live in the city anymore, so I can work on a, a food, food sovereign kind of sustainable, uh, lifestyle, work on uh, attracting, um, tribal, tribal members that'll, that'll work with me, and so that together, together we can, uh, survive, the downfall of this uh, terrible experiment that was uh, the U.S. and other corporate so corporate dictatorships, basically. And you know, I'm really ha- happy that it's all kind of ending very, very quickly. I mean, it's not necessarily going to have a pretty ending for a lot of people, but that depends entirely on their spiritual progress and you know, how honest they've been with themselves and what they've been putting their energy into and whether or not they can, they've been doing, you know, even basic level research into uh, how the world that they live in operates. And sadly, it shows that a lot of people haven't been taking this kind of stuff seriously. They've been brushing it off and just buying the propaganda, swallowing it down and, and thanking the government for it. And, you know, 
we could go on and on about the endless drove of different opinions and comments on social media. Some people, some people want there to be a police state. They want everyone to be locked in their houses. They want people to be punished. They'll tell on people for leaving their house. Other people, uh, you know, can see that this whole thing is completely fabricated and that at the very least they created a bioweapon on purpose or at the very least. I mean, I can't even, I don't even think there's proof that they even did that, but again, I can't see all the data. Again, I, I can't see every part of every everything in the world. I just, the burden of proof is on the TV. This is where all the information's coming from. It's coming from the TV and government and, you know, they're, they're sponsored scientists that they hand select who will, who will tell them what they want to hear so that they can push their agenda forward. You know, a UN Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. It's it's not like anybody who's paying attention can't just go look up in one Google search and see what they what these corporate elite pedophile like cult members want to do in the next 10 to 20 years. It's it's there for anybody to go look up, even on Google. Still, I mean, I wouldn't use Google anymore. I would I would try I use DuckDuckGo now, but it's very easy to find it. And there's plenty of people paying attention to it. And, you know, for whatever reason, some people are either not interested or they uh, are running away, running away from the truth or they're too scared or, you know, they're just stubborn or they're lazy. They don't want to change, rearrange their life. They don't want to work on food sovereignty, getting out of the city. And they're the ones ultimately generating this experience that they have to endure they're contributing to it. I mean, you have the ruling class and the, the police all forcing it on people, but these people don't resist and they don't even, they're not even aware of it and, they, and many of them are thankful for it. So in a way they're generating their own enslavement by believing and agreeing that the government has these powers. So they're giving their power away and you know, it's no surprise at, at all to me that this is what would inevitably happen is that mass starvation uh, a bunch of people just scared to death of an imaginary boogeyman as far as I'm concerned like a microscopic virus that nobody has a microscope almost nobody has a microscope that can even see viruses including including the doctors at the hospital the police surely don't have microscopes that can see viruses even the overwhelming majority of people in the science community which is compartmentalized and hierarchical, meaning one scientist isn't even typically allowed to go and research things that other scientists research. They, they're only allowed to research what they're paid to research. So the percentage of actual virologists who can even, who even have some kind of way of directly perceiving virus particles is so low in the world that it's got to be like less than 0.1% of even the scientist community. Like I, I got a, I got a PhD in a science community, and I never once was in a lab that had any an electron microscope or anything like that. So the problem here is that people believe things other people are telling them that they can't verify. Nobody, almost nobody in society can verify that viruses even exist. They can't even directly verify that. I mean, yeah, you can go and read about it and read all these different opinions about it, and that's a good thing to do. And I do a little bit of that, but. Most people don't even do that, and they just believe what the TV says. And so, they're, you know, it's mind control, basically. 
And the burden of proof is on the TV. If that's where the information is coming from, they want you to think there's a scary virus that is uh, killing off a bunch of people. Well, they, they are the ones who have to prove that. And, you know, if they want someone to, to understand that and not just believe them, which is the problem, is they don't want people to understand things. They want believers and followers. They need to, to give us a microscope or open the door to the lab so that some of us can come in and, and see if they even have equipment, which I don't even think they do, that can 100% prove that viruses transmit diseases. And I, I have a book now called Virus Mania that, you know, interviews and has got a collection of scientists and scientific data uh, that goes back all the way to the 50s showing that the, the uh, corporate profit-driven pharmaceutical industry has been um, lying about virus, viruses like SARS, which was the precursor supposedly to uh, coronavirus 19. COV-19, which is like certificate of vaccine, you know, because that's what they want to do. They want to uh, get us all to where we can't go to work, we can't leave our house without papers that prove that we've been vaccinated or even better, a microchip that has our vaccine data. That's the world they want to build. And thankfully, I, I became aware of that well enough in advance to, to the point where currently I'm not... I'm not is is uh, in immediate danger as I was a year ago, and as a lot of people in these cities, especially, are in immediate danger. Of uh, and if if they don't do anything about this, the the forces that are working on on these places may just get the job done of you know requiring vaccines to go to work, for example. I mean, they I don't think they everybody. I don't think that uh, it'll happen all at once or anything. You know, you might have certain businesses like Monsanto requiring vaccines and microchips. And, and then, yeah, people who are addicted to that income from that business and that's their lifestyle, you know, the police, for example, might need to be vaccinated. That, that, that would be helpful as, all, as far as I'm concerned. If they could make those people even less healthy and poison them even more, they're already most some of the most toxic people in the, in the entire fucking city just because it's spiritually what they do not even necessarily what they eat but spiritually they're they're in a really really bad place you know forcing this kind of shit onto people so people really got to get off the surface level you know, is there a vaccine? Do we need do we need to lock everyone in their house and realize that there's spiritual principles here that override and are that are much more important than whether or not people are getting sick from some sort of new illness. Like there's things that are more important than that. It's called freedom and it's called truth and it's called equality and it's called anarchy. You know, the non you know, the non-existence of valid authority. Authority is like Santa Claus. It's just made up. Nobody here has any more rights than anyone else. You can't arbit arbitrarily write down what right morality and right and wrong are, which is what government tries to do. It, they try to just on the spot change it to where, well, now half the population can't go to work, but the other half can. So as if the other half is more important and special and essential than the first half. It's just, it's, it's eugenics and dysgenics really and it's going to cause a lot of people to die is what is what's coming a lot of people are either going to die or just be poisoned slowly to death from the coming for food crisis that's you know again i 
Ice Age Farmer is who I listen to that covers it really well, but, you know, multiple other people have mentioned it. What they've done to the economy is irreparable. They, they can slowly start to open it back up again, but they've already done so much damage to, you know, critical infrastructure things like the food system that there's going to be consequences. And, uh, you know, you might have even more artificial scarcity, which in a way can, can be looked at as a good thing in a way because people's silly little ego trips, you know, wasting their time on nonsense, a lot of people are going to snap out of that spell of, you know, watching TV, watching cartoons, and all this other BS that people, BS crap that people buy and do with their time and energy, and they might start to take things more seriously. And so, you know, a lot of people are going to wake up as a result of all this, you know, horrific turn that society took, but you'll have a lot of innocent people suffer too. You know, a lot of people's kids, for example, are going to be, be uh, feeling, feeling the effect of all the violence that's coming and all of the mass starvation and we'll see where it goes you know I can't I can't predict exactly how many people are gonna starve and become homeless and get sucked into secret concentration camps in, in every place but what I would what I would say as a prediction is that some some percentage of people are going to be very very negatively and have already been very negatively affected by all this and, you know, it, inevitably there will be kids affected by it too. So, if we could all kind of, you know, come together and, and uh, get some common focus and principles, if not all of us, right? If not all of us, at least a handful of us. Just start with two or three people that can agree that what's happening is total BS and nobody should accept it and that we should, we should uh, you know, at the very least build something build something that can sustain basic life function because this system is dangerously cl close to not even be being able to to function on a basic you know sustaining life level and that's why the military has been getting more active as far if you know from what i've seen on on the internet it seems like there's been more deployments of tanks and and you know machines moving around and the national guard getting more active on things it's because uh, at the end of the day for these global you know globalist eugenicists dysgenesis or you know in a way maybe they're just cleaning out the human human trash because at the same time i don't know because they generate this they, they're not just taking the trash out on humanity which is kind of what they claim to be doing ostensibly but they but they they don't put out the truth they don't they don't seem to be motivated to help anybody get and learn anything so that's how you know that they have negative intentions is yeah they they've shut down the, the uh, animal farming which i think animal farming is violent and uh immoral and the food is not going to help anyone that's my opinion about animal and um animal products is that it's completely unnecessary and it doesn't really help people and you know i'm vegan and so in a way just the the fact that animal farming has taken a big negative hit you know globally with a lot of meat processing plants shutting down in a way that's a good thing you know but the people who are manipulating this entire economy are not putting out a good message 
They're not helping people to understand spiritual things. They're not helping people to understand morality. They're always lying about all of this stuff, which means that they want to create people who are then going to fall into all these traps that they've set, which means that they're just kind of violent individual psychopaths that, are, that run this place. You know, so I don't, I don't consider anything they're doing to be really good, although there could be potentially good side effects here and there. They're not in it for the right reasons. So, you know, and that's very, very obvious to me. And to a lot of these sheeple walking around, it's just not obvious enough, you know? So we need, you know, part of my job is to make it more obvious to people what's, what's really happening. Like one, one example, the last video I watched on um, Jeff Berwick's channel, he had this Illuminati card game that came out in the 70s. And it set up the timeline for, for the 21st century. I don't know what else was in this card book, but it had in order these cards, kind of like a tarot spread, how it goes in a certain order. It had a picture of the Twin Towers exploding in the same exact location. It had the Pentagon burning down just like on 9-11, then it had a coronavirus or, you know, pandemic card, and it had a, uh, you know, you, uh, depopulation was one of the cards, pandemic was one of the cards, and it had a, the CDC is one of the cards in the, in the card game, and that came out in the 70s, and, and uh, there's been other books that people have found that predict, predict this event, and, you know, people like Bill Gates have, have been, you know, unsurprisingly predicting a viral infection that'll have to be the reason why they have to kill off so many people and shut everything down. They're just, they're just deceivers and they're liars. And they're not, they're not helping things. They're the enemy. And people have to recognize them as the enemy and not, not give them any credit at all. Because, you know, if they were good people, they, it would be obvious they were good people because they'd be helping They'd be helping people to understand things. And the TV programming wouldn't be a bunch of jumbled nonsense and surface-level fear-mongering. It would just be, you know, basic basic helpful stuff. If, if, we, if we even had TV, which would probably wouldn't even have that. But at the very least, there would be helpful, you know, survivalist information. There would be information about how to generate health, which is eating good food. There wouldn't be chemtrails and poison sprayed in the air. It's, the, it's an endless list of evil things these pedophiles have been, you know, putting, in, putting into the world. And uh, a lot of us have had, have had enough, enough of it, and we're just going to go our own way. I, I'm, I'm happy to be out, out of the city. Much, much happier about that. Because it's going to be, you know, more, much more difficult for them to um, vaccinate and cage and kill everyone. If they don't have them all concentrated in one area, like a concentration camp, that's kind of what the cities are. So, if you're hearing this and still in a city, you know, it might be too late, maybe, maybe not, for you to just go and buy property because, you know, they've been trying to make that impossible to do, if you haven't noticed, with, the, with their banking system and manipulation. But one thing everybody can do is start researching and start sharing ideas. And go and listen to Mark Passio if you have to. I mean, I talk about natural law a lot on my old podcast channel, library.tv slash Nathan Crabtree. But I'll be, I'll be, you know, putting my knowledge out every, every, uh, every 
couple weeks or whatever, how whatever the rhythm, the correct rhythm is. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of back, back on top of things. So if you're listening to this, kind of try to help me uh, build up a following again because uh, I broke my library thing. I lost a bunch of library coins and my podcast kind of crapped out. So, but round two, round two will be better. So here we are. Thanks for listening. Truth, love, and anarchy.